country has tremendous history and experience when it comes to sports and different sporting activities. Sports are a part of our culture and entertainment. And today, I'm in conversation with the man who makes all this entertainment possible. Let us meet Mr. Prasanna Krishnan, business head of Sony 6. Hello, sir. Thank you so much for coming on board for this. So, um, firstly, tell us, you have been in the sports business for nearly a decade now. How sporty are you as a person? Well, uh, used to be quite active in sports earlier on. I still at least love my fitness routine. Right. I don't get to play as often as I used to some of the sports that I did follow. But uh, well, I still manage my three to four days, four times a week of running. So I'm quite happy with that. Nice. So you actually run. Uh, you make it a point to uh, do a bit of running every every second day or so. I love to run. So nice. that's my favorite pastime and my rest. Unwinding it. So nice, nice. And was it a conscious decision to actually structure your career, you know, uh, around the sports industry? Because you know, it's such a favorite amongst um, uh, a lot of the young people. Strangely enough, uh, it happened more by um, accident than by design. I was in the media industry earlier on, but uh, I really did not even know that there was a detailed structure of sports industry when I was on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I was earlier a defense engineer too. Because for some personal reasons, so my wife was planning to move to Singapore and I was looking for an opportunity there. And uh, the opportunity that turned out happened to be in the sports industry. Yeah. So, and that's how it happened. So, like I said, it, it wasn't really by any plan. But once in there, it's been, a, it's been a great run. So, it's one of those industries that you really get fascinated and uh, well, you don't enjoy sport as always mm -hmm. as you did earlier on as an outsider because sometimes it becomes too much of work. Right. But, uh, well, it's still a great place to be in. What kind of changes have you seen in the industry <coughs> over the you know, last couple of years? It's been a very, very, very interesting decade, actually. Yeah. Uh, back in 2006, when I joined this industry, um, how significant the shift is can be envisaged uh, by the fact that there was no IPO. Right. There was no T20. Right. So the world of cricket was still one day internationals and uh, mm -hmm. T20, uh, one day internationals and test matches and they were still the dominant form of cricket, T20 had still not been introduced. Mm -hmm. Today, eight years later, uh, it's T20 domination, IPL is the biggest sporting event on earth uh, in the world of cricket Absolutely. and uh, the dominant format is T20 mm -hmm. and we often talk about how to revive the other formats which were the dominant format. So that's, it's been a sea change. That was the first phase of uh, interesting, uh, you know, development that I've seen. Mm -hmm. The second one is the whole broadcast industry itself, from having a couple of sports channels primarily focused in providing cricket mm -hmm. to a dozen sports channels now, and uh, pretty much any and every sporting action in the world is now made available to fans in this country. Okay. Name the sport and it is there. And I think in terms of access to sports on television, Indian Indian market probably has the, the greatest amount of access at the most affordable prices as compared to anywhere in the world. So even the most developed countries cannot claim to be able to provide everything on a single platform to its viewers. So that's been a second very, very interesting development. And the third thing is what the current stage that we are seeing actually. Uh, investment that's happening in the sports in this country to make events happen in this country right now is at an all-time high see the number of leagues that are happening, number of events that are actually hosted. Indian fans in the past used to get an opportunity to see 10 to 15 matches a year of cricket primarily. Mm -hmm. 
today on an average between tennis football uh, basketball kabaddi cricket etc mm-hmm. we're looking at probably 300 events a year in this wow. country and almost every major or even uh, semi urban cities now mm-hmm. have an opportunity for fans to go down to a go to an event and may experience it live which is a very very different experience from watching it on tv so it's been three very interesting phases that i've seen and i don't think this there's been a more dynamic industry mm-hmm. in recent years at least right i think it's absolutely wonderful you're absolutely right when you say the ipl has completely changed the face of you know how people <coughs> used to view sports and how they do it now tell us what um, drives you to strive harder i like a new challenge every time so it's uh, it's good fun to be able to you know coming into a situation sees uh, or starts against you or a difficult entry and then just try and figure out how to uh, make the most of that situation i always have been a bit analytical and uh, have liked variety and new challenges so and so the six was that challenge because generally uh, the wisdom in the industry or the thought process was it's too difficult to enter the sports industry it's already well established with too many players can a new player ever manage to make an entry uh it was a very interesting challenge that i wanted to take up and well interestingly to see the results so far and are you the sort of person who makes calculated uh, investments or do you believe in going with a gut feeling i did used to be an extremely calculated person as still calculating kind of a person and as still am i like to take a very analytical approach to things uh but increasingly i'm also starting to uh, value the requirement and necessity of that field so i think i'm becoming a bit more risk taking as as the years have progressed this industry actually requires a combination of both uh i think business in general requires a combination of both you cannot just be afford to be uh, going purely by instinct and gut feel because uh, while it can have uh, big payoffs it can be equally disastrous for a company and that's not uh, something i would ever advocate but calculated risk taking is always essential and that's precisely what i'm trying to achieve a right balance of these days so hopefully things will <laughs> continue to improve yes if you wanted to share with us any one memorable or any critical incident which has you know uh, shaped your life uh, in a significant way actually it's been a combination of events a series of events because one of the things which i've enjoyed most about my career and the way things have progressed is the variety of uh, opportunities i've had mm-hmm. and the opportunity to demonstrate versatility in this mm-hmm. process so uh, my first job actually started out as a journalist nice. um from there i moved on to energy sector consulting working on state electricity boards reforms right. in arthur anderson from there to corporate strategy in media from there to sports so it's been interesting challenges uh, at every stage and like i said i, I just love a sheer new challenge and a variety uh, the variety that anything new uh, offers you and that's precisely what's been defining and that's i hope to see a few more industries by the time i die <laughs> right. who are the people who have uh, influenced you in your life the most so there are so many inspirational stories out there mm-hmm. so many stories of uh, both professionals making it big mm-hmm. and uh, risk taking business when starting afresh yeah. and uh, going on to succeed and the media and telecom space is so full of them actually uh, the e-commerce space is now getting into so i'm an avid reader when it comes to studying business trends and uh, yeah. seeing how things shape up and 
seeing how new industries are taking shape. Uh, one thing which used to fascinate me earlier on was uh, the Airtel story. Uh, something that will start from zero to create Airtel to where it is today. And now I see something similar on the e-commerce space. If you see many of these guys, uh, many of the new companies that have been set up, startups, etc. They are now talking of scale and uh, size which rivals and actually exceeds many of the other bigger companies because if you see the stories of uh, the Mintras, Jabongs and Snappies etc. Each of them are now talking about turnovers in thousands of crores. Uh, not something which any of us would have envisaged. So that ability to and probably that's why I was talking about earlier on about uh, calculated risk taking. Mm-hmm. Conventional analysis and logic would never have allowed you to see an opportunity of that sort. So, while analysis would have shown you some level of opportunity in the internet space and belief in it, it's eventually a gut feel which makes you believe that there is a space out there, there is this opportunity out there. Keep your eyes out and you see a lot of these opportunities all the time, lots of inspirational stories out there. Um, where do you draw energy? I mean, do you believe in uh, meditation or you know, do you do something regular which keeps you calm and focused? Actually, my running is what uh, helps me do that. Okay. So, that's the thing which I find most relaxing. Do you go for the marathons? Which no, no, I, I just don't have the patience for a two-hour run. Okay. Um, I normally stick between 30 minutes to an hour. Mm. So, that, that's that about the outer you. limit of uh, my patience levels. <laughs> <laughs> I just start speeding up after some time and then oh, just wind up. Okay. Alright, how would you define your personal style? Um. I'm still trying to discover that because it, again, is generally quite formal. Mm. But trying to find that uh, combination and trying mm. to relax a bit more. Do you have any favorite brands, clothing brands? Uh, not very particular about brands per se. Mm. I like variety, uh, again, just uh, the way it looks and this. So I'm not very fussy that I have to have a brand mm. or this. But uh, I think a huge combination of brands is what you would find in my own. Like, uh, could we ever spot you street shopping, like you know, on Bandra Linking Road or something? No, you won't cite me shopping too often. Okay. But when I do, uh, it I'm not. Matter. Yeah, I'm not particular about where I'm shopping. Okay, tell us what is your favorite sport? Uh, football is what I have really started picking up in a big way. Basketball and football are the two which I very actively follow. Mm-hmm. It used to be cricket as it is for every one of us. Absolutely. Till cricket became too much of work. <laughs> and then I needed a sport which had less of ad breaks I guess. Mm-hmm. And cricket just had too many of them. So football and basketball it is. Were you active in your you know, school and college days when it came to playing football or? Not football, uh, basketball in college. Um, cricket of course throughout earlier part of life. Mm-hmm. I also used to be an avid table tennis player, nice. but uh, yeah, these are the sports which I was more active in. Has there been any one uh, valuable advice which you have received, you know, from probably your parents or anybody whom you have looked up to, um, which you have inculcated in your life and which you would like to share with us? Well, actually, uh, lots of valuable advice in most of them series earlier on, and that mm-hmm. was what uh, channelized me the way I was in terms of. Uh, seriousness of thought and analysis, analytical skills, etc. But one interesting thing, actually a more offbeat one I would say of late, which I'm trying to inculcate, is actually came from a hilarious uh, cartoon strip, which okay. basically said, 
don't take life so seriously. It's mm-hmm. not like you're going to get out of it alive. And <laughs> absolutely. And I think that's uh, that really sums it up. Sometimes, if you see when you read all your uh, philosophies out here in this mm-hmm. office, also I can tell you as a whole host of inspirational quotes and this which our company HR and people have put up. Okay. Uh, inevitably, all of them tend to be life advice on a very very serious note in terms of how you should progress further. Mm-hmm. So something which actually takes it away and talks of a lighter side of things, you know, allows you to put it in perspective, take that one step back and see a bigger picture. And I think that's one which I'm really inspired by of it. So on that note, tell us, if you had to describe your life in one word, what would that be and why? Unpredictable. As I told you, the way uh, different industry segments, mm-hmm. nothing that I ever uh, planned for. I mean, none of this was planned for. I didn't think journalism was going to be my first career. I was looking forward to being in the investment banking space. <laughs> I, My desire in life was to be a, a mutual fund manager or something like that. Uh, I have a background in finance. Mm-hmm. I've never done finance in my life. <laughs> so, sometimes unpredictability is the most interesting thing. Like I said, I didn't even know a sports industry existed mm-hmm. till I got into it. And I don't think I could have ever planned on saying that I would be running a sports channel. Fantastic. That's where it was. So, unpredictable is what I would go with and I hope it continues that way. Alright. Well, uh, Mr. Krishna, I had a lovely time talking to you. I hope you had a good time as well. Alright, thank you so much. Thank I had you. a lovely Thanks time. Well.